CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 45. Today, another client interview. This one I'm excited. This is my client interview. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> Ouch. Like, I've coached her before, too. All right. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> we're fighting over you. Yeah. Today, we're talking to Amy. Amy Berwin. What's up, Amy? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Avid listener. You get to hear it from the others. You get to be a part of it now. Gosh, I was binge listening I think when I joined I remember that yeah yeah it's like oh they have a podcast how many episodes later I listen to all of them and now you're one now I'm one you are number 45 lucky me (laughs) (laughs) um so today we thought we would talk to sort of like your experience in the fitness and the nutrition world and how maybe it has perhaps changed so drastically from where you've been and where you are right now and kind of cool that you've touched on like multiple areas of that fitness spectrum, yep. you know, and it has led you to this and sort of like what we're doing now. Tell us a little bit, the different, like you're a big bucket list person. Tell us all the bucket list type of fitness things you've done. Oh, here so far? No, like oh, in general. general. Oh. Tell us about your journey. Okay. Well, I was not an active person in high school, like at all. I was a certified couch potato, I guess. Um, (laughs) but, uh, noticed one day I couldn't walk up the stairs without losing my breath. So then I started running. So running was kind of my first love, I guess. Um, started doing that for a while. Did you, so when you say first love, like, is that legit? Like you enjoyed running? I enjoyed, I did. I did enjoy running. Um, we did have a weight room at the gym at high school, but, uh, it terrified the living daylights out of me because I didn't know what to do. So I stayed away from it. Which is like a common thing for teenage females. Like that was the same thing. And when I went to school too, and I think our basketball team was like the only people that used it. And I was probably the only one on the team that enjoyed it. (laughs) Gosh, I remember walking by there being like, I don't know what you're doing, but I know how to run. You just move one foot in front of the other really fast. So I'm going to do that. (laughs) So that was, that was the extent of my, uh, physicalness, I guess, uh, when I was younger. Um, and I kept doing that for many years. And then actually after I had our second child, Oscar, no, Tanner, Tanner's my second. <laughs> Oops. Too many kids. <laughs> um, I decided I wanted to try something different. And I think it was more so in the fact that I felt like I was never competitive in high school and I felt like I was lacking something. So I think it was more of just like to get some personal satisfaction out of it. So I thought, what better to do than to try bodybuilding? So let's give this a go. It, it couldn't be too hard. I just got to work out and eat a certain way. Like, what's so hard about that? So um, totally blind and completely naive. I signed up for my first competition. And when my 16-week prep started, the first two weeks were hell. I was like, I can't, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And I have to work out at 5 a.m. And I have to do cardio all the time. And this is horrible. Um, but I kept going because I told myself I was going to do this. I set this goal. I was going to finish it no matter what it took. And I did. I, I finished and um, I ended up stepping on stage in May of 2016. And um, I had tried probably two or three more times to compete again. Um, but it just wasn't something I could do. It, I couldn't 
maintain the diet again for that long. I couldn't keep the workouts and the extensive cardio up that long. And it just, it just wasn't for me anymore. Um, so at that point, then I decided to go back to running. Uh, and I did 10 K and then I did a couple of five Ks and I was going to do a half marathon, but I was just too tired. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. Okay. That's a list. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I got questions. So I don't know, I don't know you as well as turned us. Well, I'm watching your face. You're just like, what? I, I know. I have so many questions. Why bodybuilding? I think cause, uh, one of my childhood best friends did it. Okay. And we were very competitive growing up, but I mean, and in my eyes, she was always better than I was, but I thought if she can do it, I can do it. So, so how do, you, how do you go from like being afraid of the weight room to all of a sudden being so immersed in it? <sighs> like, had you been in the weight room prior to that? No. So no. you literally walked in with this goal to join a bodybuilding competition yep. and had no gym experience prior to that. It was sheer determination. I had no, Holy I had no shit. knowledge. Pardon my of French. <laughs> I had no knowledge what I was going to do. I was just like, okay, the end goal is to look like that and to step on a stage and be critiqued and hopefully do well. And yeah, like this is what we're, this is what we're going to try for. Um, being completely naive, I have to say it's just complete determination and discipline just to get there at that point. Had you ever done anything in your life that required such determination um, and commitment like that? No, nothing. No. Uh, so I don't know, maybe this was to f satisfy a few different things that I kind of felt I was missing at that mm -hmm. point. Um, yeah, just at the time it was the first thing I grabbed at and that's what I went with. That would not be the first thing I'd grab at, but <laughs> yeah, like I think as I'm sitting here, it's like the number of people who are like afraid to walk in our doors, like for you to have zero, like background in weights or anything like that to now set this gigantic goal so different from what you did that just like makes that barrier that people are afraid to come here like did you have like, any lead-in prior to that day one like I maybe with your nutrition like no um so actually my my nutrition and my working out all started in 2016 all at once all at one time do you think that that's why the first two weeks were hell Yes, absolutely. Like a shock to your system. Hands down, because it's like, I think I'm going to go have like a donut or something. It's like, oh no, wait, no, that's not on my list of this is what I'm allowed to eat for the next two weeks. So what kept you going through the first two weeks? Like, how did you talk yourself through that, that shock? I was proving people wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I had people thinking, you're never going to get through this. Like, this is hard. Like, why would you do this? Why? why? And I was just like, screw you. Yes, I can. And I did. Doubt is a powerful momentum maker. Absolutely. It's terrible. My husband now, he'll tell me, Amy, you can't do this. I'm like, watch me. <laughs> okay. So then there's my question. Did you have a support system outside of the gym while you were trying to achieve this? Um, support? Like in terms <laughs> of like, was your husband supportive of this goal? Like, I wouldn't say he was hundred percent on board and not that I blame the poor guy, but, um, he tolerated it. Ooh, that's a good word choice. He's like, okay, this is, this is what you're doing. Okay. But I mean, don't be gone all the time while the kids are up. Like that's why my workouts were at 5am because he and the kids were still asleep. So I could get to the gym, I could get my workout in cardio in. I could get home shower, wake them up, get ready for work, be at work for the day and still get to bed at an appropriate time later on. And then Sundays are always meal prep day. That's even a thing now. Right. 
So yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. And what kind of rewards or like positives came out of that experience for you? Like, what did you gain from that? Well, aside from obviously proving all these people wrong who were like, who never do that. No. Do that. Um, I learned a lot about myself and that I am capable of pushing my own limits. I learned about discipline. I learned how to stick to a goal. I learned how to set a goal and then how to break it down into smaller pieces and work towards that end result. Right. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really something that was huge for me growing up. It was just like, okay, yeah, I'm just kind of floating through life here. But then I set this, this goal and I'm going to do this. Well, I have to have check-ins, right? And I need to change my diet every couple of weeks and I need to participate in different coaching sessions with um, my coach at the time, he, you know, posing was a thing and um, different cardio things were a thing. And I had to go and get my body fat, fat checked all the time. Um, I had to be at the doctor a lot to have blood work done just to make sure I wasn't totally screwing myself mm -hmm. up. But that's something else entirely. So what was your question? <laughs> what did you gain from <laughs> <laughs> learning to how to work to discipline, I guess, yeah. uh, setting a goal, working towards it and learning the steps that come with going with that. Cool. Thanks. Any regrets? Any regrets? Well, like, I know we're all kind of like sitting here with our jaws, like, oh, I think oh, I'm laughing no, in your hands. No, like, hee hee hee, that sounds horrible. I'm just <laughs> thinking about the first time that you and I sat down in your no sweat oh. intro almost a year ago and you giving me this information, not as drawn out, but well. like these basic points. And I just remember sitting there and being like, okay, bodybuilder, meathead, like, that's how this is gonna go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just like, that is a world I don't know, and yeah, it's very interesting. You learn a lot about yourself, um, but there's, I think it, it's a world that's meant for some people, not all people. It's obviously not something I could continue. Mm -hmm. um, maintaining that level of body fat is super hard for me. It doesn't work well, mm -hmm. and... I guess just like hormonally and stuff too, it totally messed with like my entire system. So when I say that I tried to compete again, after my first competition, I went ham at the restaurant. Like you better believe I ordered everything I could possibly get in my mouth. And I didn't stop there. Like my stomach was hurting from eating so much and I kept eating. I couldn't stop. I was hungry or mm -hmm. my brain was hungry or whatever. And I had gained back everything I lost. I bet you within three weeks and to see yourself gain I think I lost about 40 pounds. So to see yourself gain all that back that quickly was alarming. So I thought, okay, I need to do this again. And I think the second time I tried, it wasn't because I wanted to do better than I did the first time. It was because I wanted to look the same. Right? I wanted to look how I did the first time, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't get there when your hormones aren't balanced, when everything is all over the map and your adrenals are just like, forget it. No, your stress hormones are super high. Your body's retaining everything. And essentially you're in starvation mode. So you you've dieted so hard for so long, your body doesn't know what to do anymore. You're just a mess. So that's actually an interesting point that you made that you weren't doing it because you wanted to do that event or like that type of thing again. You wanted to look a certain way or you yes. wanted to be the way you were at one point in your life. Yeah. And for a very short period that's of time. A, that's a story I hear often. That's a story I have tried to live through myself with my own fitness and nutrition regime. And the thing that I keep telling people, and I know that yours was pretty quick, the turnaround, but like, you know, if you were to come in today and say, I want to be like that, you know, yeah, 
life ebbs and flows. And what was happening at that time was so very different from what might be happening in your life right now in all sorts of things, your career, your relationships, your family, your, you know, just age, like all different types <laughs> of things come with that. And people sometimes get so caught up on what used to be instead of what is now. And that perception of reality in between that sometimes is so skewed. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a conversation that I, I have quite often actually. And with myself too, you know, I want to look like I did up there on that poster in the wall, but that's not realistic for me because I don't want to train 40 hours a week. Well, and what you have to put in, what you have to put in to gain that look, like at the end of the day, I think after I quit the third time, quit the third time, quit the third attempt, I just said, it's not worth it. Yeah. Like looking this way, looking like being a hundred and for me at the point, 125 to 130 pounds you know, feeling totally confident walking out on the beach or in my shorts at the farm or whatever, like just being totally confident in how I looked in my body then, it wasn't worth all the sacrifice I had to put in to get there. I think that's a step that people don't understand. You know, we're so bombarded with images on social yeah. media and whatever. And like, this person is now doing this and they've lost all this weight and they gained all this muscle and look at their body. But and it's hard because it's like, not realistic to where you might be and more importantly, what you're willing to sacrifice, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like right now I'm not willing to sacrifice, um, carbs because I actually kind of like, them. <laughs> I, I once had somebody come in and show me a picture of Brooke Entz, who is a CrossFit games athlete or was a CrossFit games athlete. And same with, or actually I wasn't Brooke Entz. It was Katrin Davisar. So I want to look like her. I'm like, Okay. Like she trains three or four times a day. She eats like 3000, 4,000 calories a day. Like that is a full-time job on top of another full-time job. Like she, everything she does revolves around that. And that's why she looks that way. You know, it's like, are you willing to do that? Like you have a full-time job, you have a family, you have kids, you have da, 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 da. like this is not realistic for you. Well, and it's not realistic for most people. Like most people don't just walk around looking like that without having put in 26 hours of work a day. Yeah. Like it's, hard when you set that goal out originally what was the motivating factor behind that was it an aesthetic purpose like did you want to look that way or was it just like um the training and the process and like being on stage like what was the driving factor um I'd be lying if I said it wasn't aesthetic like so many other (laughs) women out there like Mm -hmm. I was again not active in high school so I I was always a little bigger Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of bummed me out because my sisters were always like super tiny and everyone I was was surrounded with was always small and that just wasn't ever me. So I kind of felt like I wanted that too. And I wanted it enough that I was willing to go through this for it. Once. Not anymore. Heck no. (laughs) Well, yeah. And the reason I asked, it was like, was there a deeper why behind that goal versus the second and third time of wanting to look that way again? Yeah, definitely the first time. Yes, I want to look this way. I didn't realize that I wouldn't be able to keep it though. That's just Mm -hmm. not attainable. And just to get out of the way, being on stage was the worst part of the entire thing. (laughs) It was horrible. (laughs) So what brings you now to 2020 summer walking into the office here and like what brought you here? Um... Before I came, I think I had, I had my third child. I had Austin. Um, I purposefully stopped working out, 
stopped following any kind of diet or whatever about six months before we conceived him. I was just like, forget it. I'm done. I don't want to worry about it anymore. I'm just going to take care of my mind. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to focus on that. So I did that. And then we got pregnant with Austin. And I mean, fruit loops when you're pregnant are fantastic. So <laughs> once again, did not care. I'm a big cereal fan. So I approve of that. Yes. It was amazing. It was so amazing that my doctor told me to stop. <laughs> because I was very close to having gestational diabetes. I did not have this. We were good. You went ham on the groups and every day for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so after I had Austin, I had, you know, a year to kind of think about it. And I was like, am I ready to jump back on? Not quite yet. And then COVID hit and I was bored and I and was at home. Sorry to interrupt. What were you thinking of getting back on? Like just like a diet thing or like bodybuilding? No, stuff? I thought I would start running again. Okay. Just because that was my safe net, it's right. something I could always fall back on, even right. though I've learned in Run Club that I run wrong. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> but um, yeah, so no, COVID hit, and I'm at home with the kids. I'm teaching them at home. I'm trying to work from home. I've got a baby at home. And I'm just like, I'm stressed out. I'm frustrated. I need something to vent out to. So I thought, I'm going to try running again. I hated running. Suddenly I hated running. It was boring. I was like, I don't want to clomp clomp on my treadmill for like half an hour a day. This is horrible. And then actually one of the girls I work with shared your link on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I've seen this before. Like, yeah, I think my daughter went to a birthday party there. And I think I know what CrossFit is. And don't they get hurt? And I had all these preconceptions about what I thought it was. And I was like, yeah, let's try it. Let's just go. Let's just go and let's just see what it's about. And it should be interesting. And if it's not for me, it's not for me. So what's one more new thing? So then I face messaged, Facebook messaged you. And I came in about a week later. And so aside from like just doing something different, did you have any other reasons for coming or was it strictly just you had had your kid, your third child? I needed to get active again. I knew, I knew I needed to get active again. I was getting frustrated with my kids. I couldn't find an outlet and I needed something new. I needed something different and exciting and something else to try. Like I was bored. So we came in, we had this conversation, we set that why. So it was like, let's just try something new. And I remember like, that was what we focused on. You yep. had all this previous experience and, I, and me sitting there, I'm like, all right, this is a challenge. I'll take this. <laughs> just cause I know I've worked with other people that have had experiences like yours and you know, it's fun for me. So this was a challenge. Oh, great. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Um, but one of the conversations that we touched on was nutrition. It was like, okay, how's your nutrition looking? Like, can I help you with that realm? What tell me about it? I think I gave you a red flag. You like, did nope. immediately. You were like, I don't want to go there. Uh, this is the experience I have. And it has done this to my mind about it. And I'm not ready to do that. And I was like, okay, you know, again, fully understanding where you're coming from. I'll just let that be. And we'll revisit it later in the future. Once you've had some time to kind of feel out what's about to happen here. It wasn't very long. It was only, no. like, it was like two months. Yeah. It wasn't very long at all. So you started, our plan at the beginning was PT sessions. We were going to work together. We did yeah. our foundations and then you and I worked together every Monday, Wednesday morning, Friday morning. I think we came three times a week yeah. working through stuff. We set goals. We hit all kinds of different things as we were doing this. What was some of the changes in terms of like your mindset on your fitness approach through these early days? I Like what was your first impression walking in and starting? This is hard. <laughs> I remember doing um, the baseline and you put me on the rower and I was like, ew, I used to have to do fasted cardio on this thing. I don't want to be on here. This is awful. But then like, it was, 
it got to be more enjoyable, right? Like you're showing me how to do it properly. Oh, okay, so my back doesn't hurt now. So, okay, I'm not tweaking something in my hip. Like, okay, you know what? No, I think I can do this. I'm not going for half an hour. I'm going for a couple of minutes. That's fine. I can manage that. And then um, I think it was actually when you taught me how to do snatches, I thought, this is really cool. I like this. I just thought it was so different. It made me feel kind of, it made me feel powerful. Like I could get something up over my head like that. I was like, this just, I know this just looks cool. Even if I was doing it wrong. So, <laughs> so I thought that that was fun. And I was like, okay, what else like this can I do? What else can I try? And yeah, we just kind of started digging more into it. And I actually remember when our five sessions together ended and you're like, okay, this is it. Like, this is our last session. I remember kind of thinking, no, I want to keep going. <laughs> so then we kept going with PTs after that, but yeah, no, like it totally changed my perspective on working out because I wasn't bored. I wasn't just kind of slugging through it anymore. I was like, okay, no, this is challenging. I got to think about this. There's a way to do this properly. And if I don't do it properly, it's not going to turn out well. It wasn't just me sitting there just kind of thinking in my head, oh, what am I going to do later while I'm doing bicep curls or something, right? Like it was, um, what's the word I want? It involved me. I don't know. It was encompassing. More rewarding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was it valuable having somebody there with you working through your session? 100%. I'm a very, uh, I, I don't know, you probably figured this out by now. I'm very one-on-one. -on -one. Like I want to know, I want direct feedback. I want attention because I'm bad like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what I'm doing wrong. I want to know how to fix it. And I want to know when I'm doing it right. Like I want that feedback because I want to get better. I want to do better. I don't just kind of want to come here and go through the motions. I want to keep getting better. What's your drive for wanting to keep getting better? Because it's different now, right? Like, yeah. Um, what's your motivation now? Just, I guess there's a personal satisfaction with it. It's rewarding for me and it further develops a belief I have in myself. Ooh. We've all experienced that. Like I'm pretty sure every single person that is listening to this who has been in the gym, shouts to our non-gym listeners, that's awesome. Um, but <laughs> these guys are laughing at me right now. Um, we've all experienced it. There's that moment where you're just like, you just believe in yourself a little bit more and then all of a sudden it just kind of changes moving forward from there. Yeah, It's absolutely. a very powerful moment. Yeah, yeah. it's huge and it's addicting. Absolutely. Like it's kind of like intoxicating in a way and you just, you want, more so you have to just keep putting the effort in you keep working for it just to get that next goal right just to reach that next lift or that next move that you couldn't do before it's just like i can do this now i couldn't do this before i can do it now so. what are some achievements you've had over these last almost year my deadlifts are awesome <laughs> yeah we <laughs> went from like nothing to 225 oh, i think i remember our first deadlift day i think you put the blue plates on and i was just like i don't know like this hurt me before. I don't think I can do Yeah, this. You are very, you were very afraid about your back. That was, yes. that was a big thing that we had talked about. You had this preconception. A, you said like people doing CrossFit get hurt. Mm -hmm. I think your husband's contribution contributions to that also <laughs> were part of it too. A little um, bit. But just getting over that hump and trusting the coach and trusting the process, you know, it was like exploded your deadlift well that's it too like because before if i went to go and do a deadlift before i was doing it on my own i didn't have somebody to coach me through it i could watch a video on youtube i could read about it all i wanted but i wasn't coached through it right like i'm just trying to figure out how to do it on my own I actually hurt myself pretty bad one point where i couldn't squat or deadlift for like six months 
So I was bored and I was like, well, I can't do any of this. I can try it, but I don't have the range of motion. Whatever's going on in my hip hurts. The chiropractor can't seem to fix it. So I'm just gonna quit. But then I come here, I'm like, okay, well, I guess, yeah, sure. We'll try this. We'll see if my hip flares up or whatever goes on. Deadlifts haven't hurt me once, like not one time. And I think I got 225 the other day, like last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And it didn't hurt. 235. What? Asterisk. Yes, yeah. it was 235 for me. Oh. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. myself. Oh my God. Yeah. It's very interesting how you went from that mindset of people get hurt doing CrossFit to I have never felt hurt coming to CrossFit. No, I've been here a year. I haven't been hurt once. If not feeling better. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah. 100%. That's very cool. Um, what, what are you working on right now? Like, what are your goals right yeah, now? Yeah, what are your goals right now? You're a goal person. She's like, why are you asking me this? This we're is horrible. To sit we're we're talking on Monday about goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the past year, it was it's been building muscle. Like I want more muscle because I don't like to feel useless. And there's a lot of physical stuff we do in our daily lives outside of the gym and outside of work. So between the three kids, my kids are not light. My two-year-old is like 35 pounds likes to be carried by mama, likes to me to throw him around in the air. And then if I'm doing that with that, with him, I got to do it with the bigger two and they're not little. <laughs> so doing that. And then this past weekend, I'm helping my husband haul bags of canola seed onto the cedar. Those are 50 pounds of bag. They're heavy. I'm like, okay, well watch me lift this so I can clean it up and then I can push press it and I can give it to him. And he's looking at me. He's like, okay, I can see this working. And I was like, see, is he more supportive about this route now? Well, I think considering how helpful it was <laughs> to him the other day, I would yeah. say so. He's like, you were immensely helpful. Like, I absolutely needed your help 100%. I'm like, you're welcome. It's kind of fun watching, like, because you come in just wanting a change, just wanting to get active again. It's kind of fun watching that why develop as you go, right? Yeah, it just that it just gets rooted deeper and deeper and deeper. And now your why is a little bit bigger and a little bit more harder driving, I'd say, right? Than yeah. just, oh, I just need to do something different. Well, I don't feel bored here either, right? Like I've been here a year and I don't feel like I've been here a year, almost a year. Like it's always fun. It's always exciting. It's always challenging. Yeah. That's cool. Um, you said before that when you were doing your bodybuilding stuff, like you've liked how you looked and felt in your shorts and all of that stuff out on the farm. Do you feel that way now? Oh yeah. And I'm nowhere near as small as no, I was. That's why I asked. <laughs> like, I think we can have those aesthetic goals, but when we kind of put them aside and look to do other things like become stronger or be better at another movement that translates over there, that gives us a different confidence than something like an aesthetic. Can yes. Do that's cool. Absolutely. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think has helped you be so successful? You. No. <laughs> oh boy. She's not going to believe her head's going to be too big to get the door. Um, well, no, having a coach, I, I would not be this far. I'm sorry, without a coach, without you guys here guiding us, we wouldn't be where we are. None of us. Cause I honestly don't think it's hundred percent possible to do this on your own for this long. It was hard enough to do like a competition prep for 16 weeks, which felt like it was on my own for that long. Like I had no friends doing it with me. It was very lonely, but here, like I've made new friends who are doing the same thing, who have same goals. I've got coaches who are guiding me and directing me and pushing me in the way I want to go. 
And then like back to nutrition, when I finally did decide, okay, yeah, let's give this a try. Like my nutrition has helped me get so much better too, because I'm fueling my body properly that I can do these things. So let's talk about that for a minute. Where did that mind shift change? Oh, because you were so red flag about it. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I think I'm ready to talk about it. What puts you to that point? Like what was your success marker at that point where, where you felt ready to do it? I think it was a level of trust actually. Okay. Cause I mean, I was convinced you were going to tell me this is what you can eat and this is how many macros and calories you can have and blah, 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 blah. Um, cause that's what I had before. That's was my previous experience. And I'm like, you know what? I've worked with like two or three other individuals who this was their blueprint and this was how it worked. So I was kind of thinking that's how it was going to go, but I don't remember who I was talking to. I was talking to another member here and they're like, yeah, no, that's kind of not how it goes. Like it's kind of individualized. You should just go check it out. I'm like, okay, fine. So I told you, okay, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's just see. And if it doesn't work, then maybe we won't. But it was a level of trust with you too. I came to the understanding that maybe you kind of might have some of my best interests at heart. <laughs> kind of might. <laughs> kind of might have. <laughs> kind of care a little bit, right? So I was like, okay, no, we'll just see what it's about. And we'll go from there. And then too, I knew that if I was feeling my body properly, that working out would be better. I would feel better. I'd recover better. And... I'd meet all those other goals in a timelier manner. So you came in, you were dead set on all these things you didn't want to do, yep. like in terms of your nutrition. Where did we start? Like N- not, none of them. Exactly. Like none of them. It was just like, hey, are you eating breakfast? No. There. Voila, we had a nutrition goal. Yeah. And it was just like we started building little steps into my day. It wasn't this huge overhaul that I thought it was going to be. It was, and it wasn't even all about food. Like there was other things built into that as well. And it was so slow progressing, like, well, not slow progressing. Cause I mean, I think my results happened pretty big. Your yeah, results were really fast, which was really, success. really weird to me. It's like, why? Like I did this little thing that she told me to do. And now I'm saying this and it was, it was crazy. It was mind blowing. And then that was like, Oh, okay. No, I think this can work. Okay. Let's try another month and let's see what happens. And you know, we would, we would meet and we kind of adjust things here and there, but I just keep kept seeing more and more progress towards what I wanted. Like my body fat was going down. My muscle mass was going up. I was not doing 60 minutes of fasted cardio every day. I was not eating the bare minimum. Like I was I actually had to convince you to eat more food. Oh God. And we had long conversations <laughs> about that. And yes. Like even lately or recently when you told me we need to up this, I'm like, huh? how? Yeah. Like I'm going to have to start drinking all of my calories. But we found like the, I think the best thing was like, you were always open-minded at, open-minded to the approach. Right. And yeah. if I suggested one way for you and you know, you might've tried it and it wasn't working, that's okay. We go a different route. Or if at first you're like, I don't think I can do that. That's okay. Let's go a different route. Like there yeah. was always different ways that we could approach whatever it was that we were trying to do. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that helped you be so successful too, was like, like you said, we did more than just food stuff, right? Like, Oh, and that was huge. Cause it's so much more than just what you're putting in your body. It's like, your mental health as well, right? There's so many different things impacting that, that, that bottom tier of your little hierarchy thing. (laughs) So it was huge. There was sleep. There was, you know, um, go for a walk. Like we did a lot of stress management stuff. Yes. And it's been fantastic. Like even my coworkers are like, you know, 
you've been fantastic this past year. Whatever you're doing, it's it's working. Like, keep at it. And I'm like, well, maybe you guys should come with me. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Um, what are some no, a different question. What would you say to somebody coming here for the first time? I or knew is you guys sure? are gonna ask me that. Of course. Somebody on the fence. On the fence. Well, cause you were somebody on the fence, right? So, and you've also encouraged other people who have been on the fence to come here. What do you tell those people? Well, I know everybody else says like, just do it. But like, I don't think I would say something. I think I'd ask them like, what do you need or how can I help you just make that first step? Yeah. Cause you got a friend here by coming into like a PT session with her. Well, yeah. It was at the end of the day. I was like, you know what, girl, I know you wanted to come for like how long, how yeah. can I help you get here? Yeah. It's like, well, maybe if we tried it together. Great. Let me talk to Done. somebody. Easy. Yep. Yeah. And she's now here. And she loves it. Yeah. She's doing great. Awesome. So yeah, she's excited to start. That's a great this. approach too. like to ask that person, like, how can I help you get there? Well, and I mean, for the majority of people too, it's an overwhelming idea to come into a new environment, a new atmosphere, try something they've never done before. It's very overwhelming. And I can see how from the outside, this looks crazy. Like another friend of mine from actually from another town, she's like, oh my God, you're doing CrossFit, but that's intense. Like, actually it's a lot of fun. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, just go and try it. But for a lot of people too, it takes a lot to actually come through that door by yourself. For me, I don't care. I will come through that door by myself. And I did. I messaged you on my own. I'm like, okay, let me check it out. Well, yeah, you're different. You set like a bodybuilding, like, <laughs> like you're very different. My, I'm broken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just if somebody needs their hand to be helped to come through, I'll hold your hand. I think, That's cool. I think the point that you're saying, like, how can I help? And when you and I were just having this conversation yeah. yesterday about like our vision and our mission starting to bleed out into our clients and watching them take on our mission and bring that out into the community. Yeah, it was, it was a great conversation actually. Um, so for you to say that, that, how can I help you get here? You know, that's that I would deem that as part of that, watching that evolve, you know? I mean, it takes to your personality and the character and the type of person that you are, but the other part too is just understanding that some people need that extra help and you be, being willing to be that extra help for somebody. I think that's, that's awesome. That's a cool trait. And that's something that we like to see and look for in our members too, you know? I think you've got a lot of them here that are like that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. What's been your favorite memory? Ooh. We've only been here a year, just right? Just finding so, out you did a 235. Just finding out it was 235, not 225. My husband was like, okay, so who's all commenting on your deadlift? And I was like, that's probably just because I'm creeping up into their territory and they're threatened now. It's like, oh my God, Amy. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I've had lots of really great moments here. Um, my favorite future moments coming up are when I get the green plates overhead and a snatch and when I can actually hit my depth in a squat. My favorite future <laughs> memory. I feel like we're going to have to have a follow-up podcast. Wow. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been told that, but I like that. Well, my favorite I and I'm going to hit 300 pound deadlift one day. Like these are all good things coming. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. My pull-up was really cool. When I, I did get say, that there's class. There's been a lot of like celebratory mm -hmm. moments coming out of that back corner when you guys are doing your thing. Yep. It's not just her making me play evil games. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's, yeah. that's like a, that is a huge journey to unpack. 
So A, we appreciate your vulnerability and sharing that story with others. I know there's other people that may have been through similar scenarios or, or maybe even listeners who are currently in that scenario. So hopefully they can take away some of the pieces from your story and how it's helped evolve your relationship with both fitness and nutrition, especially, um, you know, you're seeing some great results because of that. And yeah, the world is sort of yours to take. It's mine. <laughs> cool. So as always, we'll wrap this up. If you have questions for Amy or for us, feel free to reach out to either of us and we're happy to direct them towards Amy. Make sure you follow our socials. Thanks for listening. Episode 45 with Amy Barrowman. Thank you.